Little Rock Trojan fans, this is the Little Rock Trojans Golf Podcast with your host, Trey Schaap. Welcome to the inaugural Little Rock Trojan Golf Podcast. Trey Schaap sitting down with the head Trojan, Jake Harrington. Coach, how are you? I'm doing good. You know, busy couple weeks traveling with uh, Louisiana Tech and just got done with UT Chattanooga, so um, excited to be back in town, but gave the guys a couple days off just as recharge the batteries before we get going uh, with our home tournament here October 19th and 20th. Yeah, you get back into town, and boy, the, the rain is here, and the, <laughs> the, the, the temperature has kind of dropped a little bit. It's almost turning into uh, to, to fall where it's long pants and pullovers for the golfers. No, absolutely. It's funny because my, my wrist beeped when we were out, uh, back in Chattanooga, and saying rain's starting in your area in the next 20 minutes I look up and there's not a single cloud in the sky I'm like oh that must be programmed back home um, and then my wife says it's been raining for a couple of days so um, but yeah it's you know it's kind of nice when you put a pullover on put some pants on it's you know it's not too cold not too hot and good good break from the the heat that we've had and um, you know the humidity so I, I know my Irish kid is, is probably loving it right now versus you know the shock to his system when he came over with the humidity right. and the heat yeah, let's go back to, obviously, you joined the uh, Big Talk on Little Rock podcast and talked about the, the pandemic, the COVID-19, everything, how the season ended, and how it made changes to everything, and the NCAA allowing you to bring players back, and, and you've been able to, to grant some extended years, some extended play for some of your players off of last year's squad. Yeah, you know, the one that took advantage of it was Logan Pate. Uh, Logan Pate was a senior last year. Uh, I, I could still remember giving the news to the guys that the season was over and him just kind of buckling to his knees. And, you know, we had so many dreams and aspirations and we started back to trending in the right direction after, you know, losing a player at that semester break and all that. And so, yeah, to get Logan back uh, fifth year senior for us and to be able to play, I mean, he's, he's a huge leader on the team, uh, both on the golf course and off the golf course. And, and he's somebody that with all the new players that we have, and we brought five new players in this year uh, that are experienced players, but to have somebody like Logan who's been here for now his fifth year, it, they look to him and, and know what the expectations are. You had your uh, Little Rock golf shamble mm -hmm. at Plaza Valley Country Club August the 30th. Um, speaking of the rain, it rained quite a bit that morning, so the morning round was washed out, but the afternoon round was able to get play in, although – what some golfers hate to hear, those famous words, cart path only. The three words they hate to hear, <laughs> cart path only. But you get the tournament in, and it was a nice afternoon of golf. Yeah, it turned into be a great day. Um, it was disappointing that you have, we had the morning wave canceled. We, we got through about three holes and then had to call it. Uh, so it's always hard because I don't, you know, I, I see these donors as part of the family. You know, I don't want to just take money. I want to give them an experience and – and get them to know our guys, and I want to get to know them better, and the alumni that came in and all of that. So it, it was, you know, that's what you don't want when you set up a big fundraiser. Um, you want it to be a great day. Uh, but from a disappointing start to look like, hey, we may have to cancel the entire day, to then, you know, the heavens opened up, and we actually, yeah, cart path only. But we got to play, and it really helped our community mingle with our current players and, and some of our alum. And that's what that day is all about. Yes, it is about raising money for the golf program and, and making sure we can sustain 
those bad days, which we are having with this pandemic, you know, the possibility of budget cuts here and there. And, and really just to have that, to be able to go, for example, we wouldn't be able to travel to Stanford in the spring with our normal travel budget. So this is the stuff that makes that happen. And what a great day honoring Chris and John Mays, you know, Chris is, we've gotten extremely close since I've been here. He's been a sounding board for me, me not being from the little rock area and this being such a tight knit community of, of golf really. And just to be able to be a sounding board, he's awesome. One of the best director of golfs I've ever worked with and his dad, you know, John, just, uh, he's always out there with his grandson playing some golf and, you know, I always hear stories about John, the football coach, you know, oh yeah, he coached Darren McFadden, this, that, and the other. And, you know, like I told the people that were there, you know, that's great. And that's what a lot of people know John as. Um, but I think the best work John did was behind closed doors at home with his son, uh, because what Chris has done has touched way more lives in my opinion, uh, than what Darren McFadden did not taking anything away from him, but golf in Little Rock, everybody knows Chris Mays because he's just, He's a great man, a great husband, great son. And so it was It was neat to honor both of them at the same time. One is an alum, being John is the alum, and then Chris is our honoree. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. So I'm glad the afternoon went off great. People loved it, and they loved being a part of it. And hopefully we can keep that weather away next year. Yeah, hopefully we can. And you don't expect to have that, at the, it, it, especially early in the morning at the end of August, maybe in the <laughs> afternoon you right. expect the thunderstorms to come up. but. Let's go back to Chris Mays for a second because he knows how important fundraisers are and he knows how important this fundraiser is for the Little Rock Golf Program. And the fact that that he decided, okay, since we had to wipe out that morning round, let's do this. You, you've Basically, they've got a chance to go back. If they get in contact with you, mm-hmm. you can set them up with a current player. They can go play around at Pleasant Valley and basically get that experience that they were not afforded because of the weather on that day. Yeah, and that's what Chris did for us, is obviously he knows how much that fundraiser means to our program. Um, but to, he wanted to make sure he printed off a nice letter for them to be able to come back next year. Um, and I talked with Chris, and I talked with some of the other people that you know weren't able to play, and said, look, you let me know when you want to come out, and let's make it happen what we were going to do this time, and put a current player with you, and maybe even, you know, split your foursome up into two twosomes and put two players with you because that's what it is. It's about the experience. I want our players to know how to speak to the community. I want them to have that engagement because we're in the public every day. And I want them when they go to a course to, you know, have somebody shout over, hey, how you doing? You know, how's that tournament following you guys? And that builds up these kids that are from all over the world um, and even ones like Logan, who's from Texas. You're, you're away from home. And to have that sense of community that wraps our arms around you, that's what this is all about. So, And the season, obviously, three uh, tournaments you're able to play here in this fall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, the courses you're going to play this fall. <laughs> You've already played two of them. you got the one coming up at Chenal, but Squire Creek, and then you go over to the Honors Course in Tennessee. Let's go back to Squire Creek. How did that tournament go and, and the course down there in, in Ruston? I mean, Squire Creek's incredible. Uh, my goal was, you know, there's some play, people that are playing two tournaments, some playing three, some playing four. Um, it, it's it's a chess match to figure out what your schedule needs to be to not hurt you so much in the rankings because in the rankings you want to play a lot of different people. Um, so that way some people you don't see, if you beat them, that carries you through the season. 
I don't want to play the same teams over and over and over again, being that there's only four conferences that are playing college golf, and a couple of them, SEC Big 12, they're only playing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're a top 60 team in the country, a top 50 team in the country even, um, and you just can't play the same teams over. So we went down there to Squire, incredible golf course. Obviously, they've held big tournaments down there. It, it's They do a great job. It's weird this year, this semester, I should say, you're playing six, counting four right now, and you're playing all with your own team. So you're in two threesomes, and it's only Little Rock players with Little Rock players. So that way we can continue our season. So the main goal is to make sure you have limited contact with anybody else because we all get our COVID test 72 hours beforehand, but to have limited contact so that way you can play the next tournament. You know, And so it's really great that we're finding ways to do it. It stinks that you can't. You know, you play really good, and then you're you're not paired with those teams and have that same camaraderie you normally have in a tournament. Um, but, I mean, Squire's first class, honors course is first class. And my goal is to give the guys experiences and really throw whatever my logic was with rankings out the door and say, I'm going to give these guys life experiences, golf experiences, because that's what they deserve. Uh, they came here. They've sacrificed a lot to be here, uh, here in Little Rock, away from their homes. We're going to play golf. If they're going to let us play golf, we're going to play golf, and I'm going to get the best golf courses I can find, and that's what we've done. Yeah, I think so with Squire Creek. I mean, it's consistently ranked number one in, in the state of Louisiana, the honors course over in uh, Ultawa, uh, Tennessee, mm-hmm. consistently number one. And and then you're going to host your tournament at Chennault, which is easily uh, top ten, top five yep. in the state of Arkansas on a consistent basis. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to be playing at the Founders course this year, so we've normally been playing at Bear Den. We're going to move over to Founders. Uh, that's where they held the Southern Amateur this last summer. Um, and with just how uh, the golf course maintenance, everything's set up with Bermuda Greens, uh, they don't have to punch them right about that time of year. So we're going to go over to Founders. It's going to be an incredible test of golf. We're going to get some, some good teams in, not the ones we had before, but we're still going to have a great tournament. And I know the community is going to come out and support us. And fans can come out, they can watch, they can walk, just stay away from the players a little bit? As of right now, yes. I mean, that's that's it changes on a daily basis, but as of right now, yes, they can come out. We're still going to have um, some host families that take the guys out to dinner. Um, but, yeah, it's you're able to come out, which is good because you weren't able to do that this past weekend um, at the honors course because it was they wanted to make sure, once again, that we're playing the following week. And, you know, it's unfortunate parents can't come out at that time, but to be able to continue to play, we all understand there's small sacrifices we have to make. You mentioned earlier about the fact that the SEC has gone to its own uh, playing own conference uh, teams, and that kind of hurts this tournament for this year because Arkansas was on the schedule, Mississippi State was scheduled to come in, and you had some others as well like Michigan of the Big Ten. But uh, hopefully those teams will come back next year. Yeah, I hope so. You know, it's – you know, we lost Michigan, Texas Tech, Arkansas, like you said, Mississippi State, um, uh, Sam Houston State, University of Houston. You know, we lose a lot of big guys. But the thing is they know how good our golf is here. And, you know, Coach McMakin up at Arkansas says, Jake, I'm coming back next year. You know, as long as things get out where we can play outside of our conference, you know, you'll see me there in, in Little Rock every year. And that's just great to, to see the relationship Brad and I have growing but also to realize why aren't we coming down there, you know, three hours away from home on a, you know, world championship golf course that's hosted Southern amateurs, you know, let's do it. So 
it's going to be fun, and hopefully it continues to build every year. And then, obviously, the spring, once you get through all of this, as of right now, the spring is is set and everything's moving forward. But as we all know, with COVID, that could change. Yeah, there's been a lot of changes when it comes to tournament schedules and everything. So, yeah, right now we're playing. We don't need to play in conference. Who knows what the format's going to be? They may stick with, uh, you know, five count four, six count four, whatever it may be. You may play with your own team so you can keep going. Who knows what the what's going to happen, you know, that – the policies change every day, right? Um, but, yes, we have a, a great schedule in the spring. Looking forward to it. Um, playing a lot of great golf courses. So, As a coach, that play six, count four, you have to like that because with them playing in threesomes, you're able to stay right there with them as opposed to if they were mixed in with other teams and you would be spread out over six holes. Yeah, so from a coaching aspect, it, it's good and bad. You know, when you see bad shots, you see you you see them all. Um, when you see good shots, you see them all. But from a coaching aspect, yeah, to have two threesomes and you only have to cover two groups, um, it's a lot better than covering five or six groups. So you get to be more engaged. You get a I, – I have better feedback from my players after the last two tournaments than I normally have because, yeah, you have stats and they tell a certain story. But sometimes you have guys that play really good in a couple – unfortunate breaks or a couple of bad swings and it really affects your stats so to be able to have that constructive feedback with my guys I think is really going to help us this fall well Jake I'm, I'm excited about doing this podcast with you and, and getting to know uh, not only your players but the women as well because this is the Little Rock Golf Podcast we're going to have Jenna on here we're going to have her players and we're going to keep this thing going and we hope everybody tunes in well, I appreciate you starting this. Uh, it's going to be a big support. This is what, you know, I want people to see what Little Rock Golf is, you know, in the community, around the community, and abroad. Is This is a special place, a place that, you know, there's a reason I came here from Arizona. People always ask, why would you leave Arizona? It's like the mecca of golf. And, I, and my first response to everybody is, you've never been to Little Rock, have you? Because we have some incredible golf courses, and that's why we, we have the teams we have, and we're building them the way we are. And you know, my hope is to, to be a force to be reckoned with here in the future where people know Little Rock Golf and it's going to be a household name.